0: Campbell on behalf of Atalanta, and welcome back to Meet the Maker, the podcast where we learn more about the makers behind the great products that Atalanta imports. We have something of a special episode this time around with Michaela Lamberta of My Olive Oil Cake joining the show. And we'll be talking about her pandemic-era decision to leave her old job behind to focus on her olive oil cakes and social media surrounding it. But before we get started, as always, I'm going to ask you to follow, like, and share this with your friends and coworkers. Word of mouth is still the best way for us to get the word out on this podcast, so we really appreciate all the work you do there. So, let's get this started. Michaela, welcome to the show. Can you share a little bit about yourself?
1: So, I started Olive Oil Cake now about two years ago. I was an accountant and I was remote like everyone else during COVID. I was just baking again, like everyone else doing everything, caught onto the sourdough trend, the, everything. Um, and I decided to post my olive oil cake on social media and it started to just gain traction. So I was like, hmm, maybe I can make a business out of this, probably after like, 10 people reached out that I didn't know. In the beginning, it was all people that followed me, so they knew me. And then once it started to become a little more expanded, I was like, hmm, I'm going to make business out of this. I started its own Instagram and it started to gain traction and that's where it started.
0: Yeah, I'd like to talk about that a little bit too, you know, from the isolation of COVID to all of a sudden having 12,000 followers or so on Instagram. What was that dynamic like, you know, during a period when, you know, being shut off from the rest of the world, obviously, but being able to kind of connect people through this food product, what was that dynamic like?
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I it really just happened organically. Like I was just growing honestly like a thousand followers a month is what happened in the first year. And it just like every month pretty consistently just kept growing. And I think it was again, beginning word of mouth, people I knew. And then it, my reach, I feel just kept expanding. Um, And then once I started, so I did it for two months um, alongside my other job. And then when I started to take it full time, That's when I was able to start shipping nationwide. And that's when I feel it really expanded when it was like past my community at home. Um, The community kind of just grew past that. And I think that's what helped the follower and the reach.
0: And I know you said you felt comfortable at about 10 people that you didn't know reaching out to you. Obviously, you said you're growing a thousand followers a month, give or take, during the pandemic you know, did you feel comfortable making this shift or was it still something of a, you know, leap of faith jumping into this at that point? Did you, oh, like, no. at what point did you feel comfortable? Like, Hey, this is going to be my full-time gig now and I'm actually doing it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was terrified. I, like I said, it was two months that I did them both side by side. It got to a point where I literally couldn't, like I was waking up in the morning baking and then I was doing work during the day. During lunch, I would go and drive and deliver things. And then it just got crazy. And to be honest, it got to the point where like my family was like, why are you still doing accounting? I feel you have something here. So that's when I was like, ha, okay, I'm out. (laughs) I'm going to start. Once I had more people, you know, suggesting, might as well take the leap of faith. That's when I was like, okay, I'm going to do it.
0: And I think that's a great segue because you know I've been working in the food industry for about nine years now, and olive oil cakes was a new one for me. So I think a lot of listeners will probably hear that and say, what exactly is this? So I think, Michaela, would you be able to give us an idea of what this product actually is?
1: Yes. So I describe it to people kind of like a pound cake without butter and not really a cake that you have to have for dessert. I enjoy it honestly, all times of the day. So I'll leave it out on the counter and I'll take a sliver and a sliver and a sliver, and by the end of the day, I'm like, oh no, where'd all the (laughs) cake go? It's not super sweet and it's not super savory. It's kind of right in the middle. Um, It's a little acidic. It's pretty basic. It's um, I also feel that is what helped me grow is a lot of people like it because it's so simple. even people that try to stay away from sweets, I feel find themselves enjoying it because it doesn't taste like a typical vanilla cake.
0: And what made you decide to make this type of product? Do you have this like in your family bra- background? Is this something you made as a kid? What made you, you know, gravitate towards this type of product?
1: Um, it is something that we had growing up, but I wouldn't say it was always in the house. There were always sweets in the house. We're Italian. So literally like my mom, my grandma, everyone was always baking all the time. And there was food always. Um, This wasn't super, super uh, consistent, but I don't know. I just liked it. it. I really, really enjoy it. And I still do, even after doing it. All this time, sometimes I'm like, "Oh, I can't look at it right now," <laughs> but I'm still obsessed with it.
0: <laughs> so, Michaela, one of the things I did kind of notice, taking a look at your website, you did have a gluten-free option. Obviously, you're removing, you know, um, a bunch of ingredients, and instead using olive oil uh, for these products. So, I'm wondering, when you were designing this, did you have, you know, aspirations of selling this to a vegetarian market, gluten-free? You know, how did that come to happen, or is it just a natural evolution of the different types of cakes you're making?
1: It kind of was a natural evolution. I mean, there's obviously high demand for gluten-free and dairy-free. So I kept getting asked constantly. So I had to eventually, I knew I was going to eventually have to do it. Um, and then I did, I came up with one that I liked, so it worked.
0: Um, So when you're developing these products, Michaela, what types of olive oil do you use? Is it traditional extra virgin olive oil? What kind of goes into that decision-making process?
1: I tried both, but um, I settled on extra virgin, so I use extra virgin every time I bake.
0: And is there a reason for that?
1: The flavoring, just the taste in the cakes. um, It has a bit of a stronger flavor.
0: And I think, Maria, we can talk to you a little bit about using the Badia al Bono portfolio. I know we're going to throw a little bit of a shout out here. We actually got to talk to Emanuela earlier this year from Badia al Bono Not every day you get to talk to a thousand-year-old company. Kind of the uh, opposite side here. We're talking to Michaela and you know, a two-year-old company at this point, but taking a look at that product. You know, when I talked to Emanuela, you know, it was very evident that she put a lot of work and effort into maintaining kind of the the brand history there, Uh, the authenticity, right? But also, you know, small family owned operation, really, when you think about it at the end of the day. So a lot of similarities here. So I'm wondering from your vantage point, Maria, what was it like working with Michaela, leveraging the body Al Quota Bono portfolio for these cakes and just that process all over?
2: Well, I think I think Chris, I think you said most of that already in terms <laughs> of um, why we uh, thought about Badia Cultibono. When Michaela and I started talking uh, with our actually our whole, our whole team, uh, we were talking about Badia's, uh sixtieth anniversary this year, and we we knew that they've been in the market for sixty years. They're the very first Tuscan olive oil uh, introduced to the market, and uh, we you know met Michaela, you know saw her story tasted her product. And for us, it was just like a kismet, right? I mean, it's like, uh, you know, her brand brand is is very new, two years old, Vidia's is uh, millennia, right, in terms of just um, uh, being around and really um, having that whole kind of history of hospitality to their whole brand. And so for us, it was very easy to kind of put those two together. Uh, We sent Michaela some olive oil and she baked it, Uh, she used it to to make her cakes, and we thought it was amazing. And I think, as you said before, there's a lot of synergies in terms of um, those two brands, Um, family companies, um, there's a lot of history there in terms of um, entrepreneurship. Um, Obviously, Michaela is an entrepreneur um, and really kind of took advantage of the moment and her passion, and in that same way, uh, Emanuela's father did the same thing 60 years ago where he was making olive oil for his family, for his friends, for his, um, for use in, in in Italy and he realized that there was actually no market for it in the United States and so he really tried to um, take the learnings of his wine producing um, expertise and kind of translate that into how we can actually uh, produce and market olive oil and so for us it was a very, very easy of meshing of the two brands. And we're very excited to be a part of Michaela's story.
0: And Michaela, from your side, you know, when you're, you know, you're an accountant two years before this starts, all of a sudden a thousand year old brand is being asked to work with you. What is that like? What is that dynamic like, you know, going from, you know, basically an upstart and then all of a sudden you have 12,000 followers on Instagram and then this, you know, legendary, really, when you think about it, olive oil brand says, Hey, I want to work with you. What does that feel like?
1: I feel that is the coolest thing about this whole brand is the people I've met. Like I never would have thought being an accountant, like desk job, I meet my clients, which five people that I come in contact with. And now the people I've met and the stories I've heard, I'm like, wow, there's just so much more out there than I ever thought.
0: And I think to close, I think we can ask what's next for my olive oil cake. What are you going to be doing in the rest of 2022 and 2023?
1: Honestly, like riding the wave and meeting more people, I feel that's like really what I love most about it. Like I love my cake and I love the product, but it's really just like growing, expanding and talking to new people and hearing their stories. Like everyone's is just so inspirational and everyone I feel just has their own story and their own like goals. And I love when they can just synergize and connect.
0: And Maria, from the de' Medici side, are there any other plans to support the collaboration with My Olive Oil Cake through the rest of the year?
2: I mean, we would love to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Obviously, you know, for us, um, you know, this is actually our very first collaboration we've ever done. Um, You know, you know, we follow, we have a lot of, um, you know, we have chefs who use our products. We have customers who reach out to us using our products. We've never actually done a collaboration with uh, a company like Michaela's. And so for us, it's really just exciting to be kind of in the space that we never really kind of planned for, honestly. Um, and like I said before, it's really just been, um, you know, we're just really happy that she reached out to us, that we had a product that, that, um, that, that she liked and that worked with her, with her, her brand. Um, and so we, we hope we could do more. Um, obviously, we have a lot more olive oils. Uh, we have one of, you know, Badia is one of, i say, maybe a dozen brands that we actually have. Um, so we hope that we can continue to do more with Michaela, and obviously um, you know, be her, her source for a good olive oil.
0: So that's going to bring us to the end of today's episode of Meet the Maker. I do want to thank Michaela Lamberta for her time today for My Olive Oil Cake, teaching us a little bit more about her company, and also to Maria Romer, who visited us as a special guest to talk a little bit about that collaboration with Badia Alcolta Buono. We'll catch you next time. This is Chris Campbell signing off.